0: Hey, this is Jordan Schachtel with the Dossier Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to talk about Biden's crazy Builds Back Better agenda, including this tax plan that's going through Congress. But first, a message from one of our sponsors. Have you heard about tax-free Bitcoin and precious metals investing? iTrust Capital is a trusted and reliable provider that allows you to invest in these assets using your retirement account. On this platform, you can not buy only buy Bitcoin, but you can also buy altcoins like Ethereum, you can buy precious metals like gold and silver. And uh, you know this platform gives you 24 seven trading access and it even has institutional built in great security measures to keep those funds safe. When you open an iTrust Capital Roth IRA account, you can buy Bitcoin, precious metals now and in the future and you can sell it and keep all the profits, no taxes. If you sign up today at iTrustCapital.com, Use the discount code Dossier and you'll get one month of completely free investing and trading with iTrust Capital. That's itrustcapital.com. Now on to the show. Hey, welcome to the Dossier Podcast. This is Jordan chactel And today we are going to talk about Biden's Build Back Better tax plan agenda, which essentially amounts to you will own nothing, you will be a slave to the government and these corporate oligarchs, and you will be very happy, or at least they're going to tell you that you're going to be very happy while you own nothing and get your checks from the government and live under what amounts to some type of combination of authoritarian socialism, communism, fascism, and the like. And I, I noticed after like browsing through what people were saying about this tax plan, I I compiled some of the biggest, the most interesting items about what exactly is going on with this Build Back Better plan. And the first thing is obviously the increasing taxes on corporations and individuals making 400,000 or more annually. So this amounts to this is not Biden has advertised this as a as a tax on the rich. 400,000 annually for a corporation that's like. Not a huge sum of money when you have payroll, rent, so many expenses to cover, and you're going to get your taxes increased on if you make over $400,000 as a business this year. I mean, even even as, you know, I don't support tax increases for anyone or anything, um, but it's pretty shocking that they, they would consider this a tax on the rich for a corporation bringing in, any corporation bringing in 400000 I don't have the numbers on me right here, but that's a substantial amount of corporations in the United States. And if that money is going to the government, you know, it's not going to be going towards raises for their employees or investments in research and development. And I think one of the big repeated themes of this tax plan is that what it really amounts to is a tax plan that insulates this oligarchic system that is emerging in the united states if you've noticed when joe biden has talked about this tax plan when his interns have have tweeted about it when jen sackey has talked about it say oh it's a tax on the rich but they never name specific companies why don't you name amazon why don't you name microsoft why don't you name google why don't you name facebook why don't you name twitter it's very interesting how they are considering this a tax on the rich when in reality, it's really a tax on everyone, but these oligarchic corporations, because you know, a company like Pfizer can just move its headquarters to Ireland, or take advantage, and another corporation can just take advantage of a you know an incredible tax private equity loophole. So, a company making billions of dollars a year has you know the legal power to make these cutouts for themselves, whereas you know your local restaurant, which is bringing in 450k or a tech startup that's bringing in a million dollars a year, they don't have the margins to have access to this. So the idea that this is like a tax on the rich, which is unethical anyway, that's just not true. It's really just a tax on everyone. Another big agenda item, which is going to hammer um, middle income Americans, is this you know this uh build back better you know part of the green agenda the climate agenda which is really just um oh, you know a trojan horse for communism essentially is that they're going to as part of this plan they want to tax drivers per mile and tax um they call it the federal vehicle miles travels taxed so for those of you who commute to work you're going to get hammered by a tax on what they described as CO2 emissions from fossil fuels. So you are in big trouble if this tax plan passes because this 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 could um you know they saw this independent valuation that said it's going to you know not only increase your taxes but you know like these these people that are running the supply chains throughout the United States and throughout the world you know it's it's truckers who are relying on gasoline fossil fuels so that tax will actually increase the prices of goods which is already happening now in the United States another huge item which I think is maybe the most important item that needs to be squashed out of this bill is that the um, they're they're trying to get 79 billion dollars in funding for the IRS um, to ramp up what they described as tax code enforcement so w- what's interesting about this is that you know they, they say it's going to help you know close this tax gap or or people that they, they they say oh you know what's the big deal this is just for tax cheats but they're really trying to do here it's a diabolical scheme and what they want to do is increase surveillance over Your everyday citizen if you have the IRS that's this powerful this well-funded they're going to be able to basically um, you know there's so many laws on the books people forget about this there's so many laws and when you have the IRS uh, which has become a very political entity having the power to sift through each and every individuals um, daily routine they can easily find something if they want to prosecute citizens for whatever um, so and in addition to that there's another part of the plan that says banks and other financial institutions would be required to annually report customer account inflows and outflows of $600 or more to the IRS and again I think this is basically an excuse to access anyone's data so pretty much anyone who isn't homeless is affected losing $600 $600 is um, you know, it's losing value at an alarming rate. That could be a pair of shoes soon. I'm pretty sure people, you know, these like new Air Jordans probably cost $600 in some places. But the but giving the government authority or, or forcing financial institutions to report every single transaction of $600 or more to the IRS that is that is crazy. That that is so insane. With skyrocketing inflation, that will soon cover almost every single transaction. So, another part of this bill is um, there, there's all kinds of like subsidies for for middle, uh, upper middle income individuals and higher income individuals with this green energy stuff. And one of the big ones is you know th- this massive. Um, child welfare program for families making up to four hundred thousand dollars while i understand that a lot of right-wingers particularly traditional conservatives may see this as a good thing this is a massive expansion of government if you're going to be doling out cash to every single family that has children i don't think it is the role of government to um, tell people how many Kids, They should have it, it just doesn't make any sense to me that, that you don't you shouldn't need financial compensation for having kids if you want to have kids have kids and support them. It is not the job of the US taxpayer to to um, subsidize your family. I, I just fundamentally disagree with the argument that I'm seeing on, on a lot of the right that, that says that oh the, these these massive child welfare program child's like payment programs are, are good. For you know, for the health of our nation, no, no, it's not. You you can you can encourage people having families without you know offering them money, uh, and this is just a it's just a giant burden on the taxpayer. And the the idea that like our nation can afford something like this to just start paying off every single family to with with more kids, it's just it creates so many bad incentives. And then on the other side of the subsidy angle. Uh, this is really a handout to the left. Is the eco stuff uh, with the solar panels, the electric vehicle credits? They're they're trying to because this institution. And, and by the way, I own an electric vehicle, and you know I'll be upfront about it. Is that it doesn't seem like this institution can be profitable whatsoever. So what the government is doing is they're massively subsidizing it on the corporate on the corporate end of these institutions, and now they want it even further subsidize it because there's already subsidies in place on the consumer end so there's these electric vehicle tax credits that i've read that are going around um, estimated between 12 to nineteen thousand dollars. if you buy a vehicle you get a massive tax credit and by the way if this passes and you're a u.s citizen or you pay taxes in the united states you should absolutely take advantage of these programs i'm not saying that you're you, you should have some kind of like moral standards that will result in your um, you know economic decline because remember the government's screwing you over by printing trillions of dollars every single year so you need to do what you can to make make um, ends meet so you know if you want to go ahead and if this bill passes I, I think it, it's it's a ridiculous thing and it only assists people who are who have the means to afford you know, these these pretty expensive cars, even though they're going to be subsidized to a more comfortable level. If you have the means and you think that this is good for you, you know, take advantage of the government's ridiculousness here. So th- there's another huge, huge part of this tax plan that I think is arguably also the most important part. As we've heard rumblings from uh, Janet Yellen, the uh, Treasur- Treasury Secretary. And people in the Biden administration talking about unrealized investment gains, and they want to tax unrealized investment gains. So this could be a house, stocks, Bitcoin, any kind of asset. So think about it this way. Let's say you own own a $400,000 apartment or house somewhere and over the years it's going to appreciate in value because you know the real estate market's hot and people are trying to protect their assets and and real estate has been kind of a, a key play for a lot of people if if your house appreciates 50 percent, you could owe in the next year if this if this tax plan passes you could have like $75,000 in taxes just from this unrealized one unrealized investment say you own tesla stock right tesla stock has gone like 10 to 15x over the the course of like a year or so or maybe th- this happened like a year ago but still like you know if you're holding on to these assets you're not supposed to pay capital gains until you Sell the asset. That's the whole point of the capital gains tax. But now they want to do an unrealized investment gains tax. So you're—it's so unfair to the consumer because you're just—you know—you're trying to catch up with inflation, and some of the best avenues for catching up for inflation have been the the stock market, the the housing market, and now the government wants to take that away from you. So. You know, and and by the way, people forget that the the you know asset price inflation has been driven by the money printing. Forty uh, percent of all dollars in circulation have been printed in the last eighteen months, so that's skyrocketing inflation. So they want to tax the gain resulting from the inflation that they created. So that itself is a tax. So. so so you're really you're not only taxing the gain you're taxing the inflation. So it's a it's a double tax, in, in a way. And um, I saw a piece by by Trish Reagan, and she talks about how the so-called fat cat tax loophole is still in play. That these um, these billionaire private equity funds can can use a loophole. Um, to be taxed at a lower income rate, and while I think the you know to, an even playing field would be nice, but the fair solution would be to allow everyone to use these loopholes. You know, that's why I think the the righteous advocates for tax plans are, are always talking about you know making the tax code as small as possible and as easily to easy to identify as possible, because when these um, when when Congress is listening to all these lobbyists, they have all these cutouts, and then you know they only their lawyers can really understand what's going on with the tax plan. But you know under this um, this this like you know this loophole situation, you could have a you know a New York City police officer, a fireman, let's say has been on the job for fifteen years, making a hundred thousand dollars a year. They're going to be paying like twenty five percent plus state tax, these you know Wall Street funds are going to be paying 20% because of this loophole. And the tax plan, from what I understand, does not close this loophole whatsoever. The last component that I thought was interesting was the weaponization of OSHA, uh, the Occupational Health and Safety Agency, or whatever the heck they're called. Um, Maybe it's Occupational Safety and Health Agency. Who knows? Who cares? They're ridiculous. They maintain some kind of like safety standards, or they claim to. I think they're the people who sign off on elevators and make sure that you know your pizza boxes aren't stacked too high at your pizza place. They're really, really doing a fine job, I suppose. So, if you remember the the big push that Biden made, and that said um, OSHA was. Quote, creating a rule end quote to enforce these unconstitutional vaccination mandates for every corporation that has a hundred or more employees that the, the somehow the federal government feels that it has the, the authority to, um, to to tax to um, impose a mandate on these people and force them to take an experimental shot that um, frankly, Doesn't seem to be doing too well, uh, but that's really a separate issue. And Biden, part of this Build Back Better tax plan, Biden can fine firms up to between seventy thousand. So for like initial infractions, and like you could be fined around seventy thousand. But if you fail to mandate these vaccines, which I don't know about that label, but let's go with it. These, these firms can pay up to $700,000 per infraction if they fail this, quote-unquote, vaccine enforcement mechanism. Um, and remember, the overall spectrum of this bill, it's a $3.5 trillion spending plan. So it's just more money printing, more growth of government, more restrictions, and... Um, and, and by the way, like I don't like a lot of people are talking about this like, oh, it's so unfair. You know, Amazon and Facebook and Google are getting all these cutouts. And, and, you know, we should just even the playing fields. And this is where the left, I think, gets it gets it very wrong. Like, I want everyone to not have to pay a lot of taxes. The, the problem is that this bill was designed for Amazon, for Facebook, for Google. And it was designed to make sure that there is no competition. And as I mentioned earlier, there's a reason why none of the Democrats and even some Republicans in Congress, when they, when they support this bill, mention these corporations specifically because they are talking to the lobbyists from these corporations who support this bill because it will eliminate all of their competition. And again, you know, I don't think a tax on these giant corporations is the solution. The solution is to empower everyone and even out the playing fields, allow for anyone who wants to compete with them to give it a shot. And you know, by taxing anyone, any corporation making over $400,000, you are going to successfully eliminate that competition. So really, I think if you were to be honest about how this tax plan, this, this Build Back Better agenda is structured, it would be called the You Will Own Nothing and Be Happy Bill, because that is going to be the end result of these policies into the future. The Biden administration and these corporate oligarchs want us to basically be enslaved into this serfdom system, where the government is paying for all of our expenses, we make no revenue, we never pose a threat to the corporate oligarchs, and we are just happy, compliant, fat, sick, and willing to serve our masters. This is a plan to continue the creation of two different classes of people in the United States, the elites, and everyone else in society. And I think any free thinking, and decent Americans should absolutely reject all of it.